Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her Show, where our mission is to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life. And whatever balance means to you, as we like to say, mm. uh, we're excited to come back with a mini-sode today. This is 10 minutes or less. And I'm going to be talking about how to incorporate self-care when you don't have time. And that's not always easy to do, incorporating self-care, right, Andressa? It's pretty tough for, for most women, most women in our community. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, that that sometimes is a foreigner subject, but so, so important. And that's why we stand here on our real estate investor community. We talked about real estate. We talk about business strategies and self-care. It's not a priority order. They're all as important. You're trying to close on your next rental. So why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about such an important topic because so many times, so many women in our community, right, Andressa, are, they put themselves last. And for various reasons why we could put ourselves last. But self-care is a big a big topic. And I, I, it's not just going to get a massage. It's not just going to get your nails done. It could be, <laughs> but it could be a lot more than that. So I really wanted to talk through what does it look like and how do you do it when you just don't have a ton of time, like most of us, to spend on ourselves? We don't have the luxury at times to have four hours a day, right? Or three hours a day. Some days we do, some days we don't. But what I wanted, why, why this topic is so, so important is even if it's five minutes a day, 
what does that look like and how do we incorporate and what can we incorporate in five minutes? Obviously, you're not going to go get a massage for five minutes. So I have a process I've, I've kind of prepared for all of you, like, like Justin and I like to do. We ask you questions, thought-provoking questions, because the last thing we want to do is waste your time. So I have a few kind of thought-provoking questions for you to think about and really kind of noodle and then some takeaways for today and give you kind of like a can be kind of, kind of, you know, little, little homework assignment, little action steps to take. So the first question I want you to kind of get present to is where's your time going? So often we talk about, I don't have the time. And that's very well true and possible, but it's really helpful to know where your time is going. And sometimes we're, we're really like, oh, I don't spend a lot of time on TV. And then, and then you circle it back and go, okay, how much time did I spend this month or this week? And it's more than you really thought. I don't know how many times that's happened to me. I don't know about you, Andressa. like sometimes just the tracking of things, tracking of time, really yeah. we're, we, we get very present to, wow, I, you know, it's just like a fact, right? It's not good or bad, but it's just a fact. And it helps open our eyes to where our time is going. So that's just my first question. I want you to kind of get into your thinking and process here. So where's your time going? Big fan of like literally just tracking your time. Look at your week. Where did your time go from the time you get up to the time you go to bed? Second thought, as we jump into this topic, we talk about self-care, self-care, self-care. But really, I like to think of it too as self-love. And, you know, if you think of self-care as self-love, would you make a little more time for it versus feeling like like it's an event or it's a thing you have to do now to make time for? But if you can think of it as self-love, that might feel a little easier to incorporate in a simplistic way. So that, that was just something I wanted to get present to. I'm reading a great book. I don't have it in front of me right now. It's a great book on self-compassion and it brings you through various processes on like how to have compassion for yourself. And you might be thinking, I don't know what you're talking about. I love myself. I'm great. Or maybe you're not thinking that, but what do you say to yourself on a daily basis? Like really, what do you say to yourself? And would you say that same thing to your friend? Because if the answer is no, then you're probably not speaking very nicely to yourself. And quite honestly, that's one of the biggest ways to start creating some space for self-care is self-love and talking to yourself positively and, and nicely with grace, right? And just, we talk so much about grace in our community and give yourself grace. I know on our masterminds yeah. with our, our Strive members, a lot of women, they're tough on themselves, right? They're mm-hmm. so successful. They're accomplishing so many things and they're still like grace. Yesterday, actually on my, my pod, we have an accountability pod. I refer to a, a quote from Dave, Dan Sullivan's book, Gap in the Gain, that our expectations are like horizons, right? You're not supposed to achieve the horizon. So you're never going to achieve your expectations, plain and simple. So being okay with that, right? Okay, that's my perfect scenario. Mm-hmm. This project will run perfectly, but that's not the case, right? So have some grace with that. Yeah, that's a great tip, right? Measuring what they talk about in that book is measuring backwards rather than forwards because we're always going to be, you know, upset with what, not where we where we want to be versus what we've right what we've created. So that's a great point. So again, I really want you to get present to what are you saying to yourself on a daily basis. And that's hard to do sometimes, but right if you're not a journal person, you know, you know, you can even just document it some way, whether it's verbally or or in writing, but you want to become real present to what you're saying. And are you coming from a self-love perspective? I'd also say mental health is part of self-care. Again, it's not just the massage, the getting the nails done. Literally, your emotional and mental health is part of your self-care. I quite honestly, it's the starting point, in my opinion, of self-care. Emotional care, mental care, physical care, 
and your spiritual care, whatever spiritual means to you. And that those four areas are really a great place to think about for self-care. And they don't have to be this, you know, I have to go take an hour to go, you know, do X, Y, and Z. It could be five minutes, 10 minutes. So again, think about how important your mental health, your emotional health is in self-care. How are you feeling? Are you someone who knows how they feel all the time? Are you someone who's just pounding your day and you don't even know how frustrated or or angry or sad you are about something? That's self-care to me. So if you don't have time, you're not really staying in tune with yourself. So that's something to think about. A couple of thoughts here in terms of just a process to make a list for yourself. Because again, we want these mini-sodes to be, you know, what can you take away? Hopefully I've given you some different ways of thinking about this. But I want you to make a list of three simple self-care acts that you can do on a daily basis that bring you joy. That does not cost anything. And it's very little time, literally five minutes. I have a reminder on my watch to breathe. And whenever I see that. Oh my gosh, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> <it> every second. <laughs> it needs breathe, to be every breathe. second. Because it the goes breath. Off. Liz, Liz, Liz clock goes off every second. Breathe, <laughs> breathe, Liz. It's so important. Someone I'm working with right now talks about how your breath is the entree to your self-love and to your self-care. Because if you're really not breathing through how you feel, what you think, you're not going to be able to take care of yourself. So so breath is critical. So I literally have this reminder every hour on my phone to breathe. And I need to be reminded of that because I can get very in my head about stuff. So that's number one. That takes five minutes. Literally, I look at my watch, I stop, I breathe, and it makes me feel a little better in that moment. That's a, that's a moment of self-care. Okay. Uh, a gratitude time. You can set your watch or have a ritual for yourself when you're eating lunch or you go to the bathroom or you do something that's literally in your everyday life. Walk your dog, pet your dog, feed your fish, whatever is in your world. Literally, it's something that you're already doing. You kind of batch in a gratitude sense or something like, hey, I had someone tell me when I when I go to a stoplight, I say something that I'm grateful for. And you're like, Liz, what does that have to do with self-care? Yeah. That's all to do with self-care because if you don't feel grateful and feel good about what you're up to, if you don't do that, you're going to beat yourself up and start to tear yourself down, which is not moving you towards self-care. It's moving you towards self-destruction. So we don't want to move towards self-destruction. We want to move to self-care and self-love. Self-care is just a means to get us there to self-love. That's what I'm you know, hopefully giving you some food for thought here. High-fiving yourself in the mirror. Mel Robbins wrote a great book, just released it called The High-Five Method. And I'm loving it. I love her. I love what she, whatever she puts out. But literally, it takes seconds. You go to a mirror, you're brushing your teeth, you're putting your makeup on, and you high five yourself. And you're like, what the hell? How simple is that? What is, does that really make a difference? And then she gives all the research and the neuro linguistic research that shows you how actually important that is for self care and self love to appreciate yourself in the morning. So that's a simple thing to do. And then connect with your feelings. Just another simple thing. Being mindful during your day of like mindfulness and just be connecting to your feelings and breathing through them. Very simple things, not extraordinary, but we can make those things in our everyday world, in our everyday life. And that's going to create more self-love, which creates more self-care for us. I'd also then encourage you to think about it on a monthly basis, to do those really joyful activities as well. I know for me, my daughter and I started a ritual last week where we have a little bubble bath in our master bedroom, in our master bath. And we took a bubble bath together. You know, just me and her, the girls, she's five years old. So it's not like weird. It's not, she's 13. We're taking bubble baths together. But, you know, I'm like, that's a neat thing to do. We relax, we talk. Um, and she likes to, you know, play in the bubbles with me. So that's a self-care act. You know, I, I 
just deem that as self-care. Um, but on a monthly basis, walking outside, reading your favorite book with your favorite chai latte, whatever is your joyful things that's simple, but something you can incorporate on a monthly basis or weekly basis that is an activity more than just what I was just sharing also will add in your world, you know, a little more self-care. So that's what I have for you today. Do something with this, you know, think of self-care as self-love and start really creating those moments during the day where you can start creating more self-love for yourself, therefore creating more self-care. You know, we hear a lot about like you're the average of the five people that you hang out with, right? And I'm also there to say that your self-care is the average of the five people that you hang out with too. Because if you're just thinking like my self-care and then that's it, or your team or the people that you are with, right? It's very like daunting when you are just by yourself. When But think about this, your circle. How is the culture where uh, of your friendships, of your family members, of your team members? You are the average of that too. So keep that in mind because if, if you have somebody that is really like great, great taking care of themselves and other people there are not, your average is going down, to be quite honest, because you're spending a lot of time with that person. You are, you know, some family members, we cannot choose them. So we got to spend time <laughs> with them. So think about that and encourage other people to also listen to this episode as you did. So enjoy your day, share this episode with other people that you love and care about and make it happen today. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.